Hello and welcome to Crazy Canuck Trucking. I'm David, the Crazy Canuck, and I'm Bridget, the Size Matters Dakotan. Together, we're going to spin some yarns about trucking. These will be real stories, some true, some may be larger than life, and all will be entertaining. We'll also try to bust some myths or answer any questions you may have about rolling across, across the asphalt ribbon in North America. So please turn up the volume, tighten your seatbelts, ignore those around you, and if you're driving, please don't become one of our stories. We are 10-8. Welcome to our first episode. Thank you for tuning in to our trial run of this new adventure. Let's do a little more of an introduction of who we are. David, why do you call me the Size Matters Dakotan? How do we meet? And we're not recording in the same studio, so it's probably best for people to know who we are and why. Well, we are both active on Twitter. You can look in our show notes for the correct spellings, but I'm at Crazy Canuck Dave, and you're at BM Rydell. I'm not sure who tweeted it out, but I saw a video you did in a field talking about weed control and that size matters. It was an entertaining video, informative, and great at getting the message out. So I started, I started following you. I really don't know why you started me, but started following me, but. Well, um, I think it happened because we had some interaction, right? We started talking to each other and that's what makes Twitter great is all the connections that you can make with other people. So I think it just kind of fell by chance that we had some things in common, much like everybody else on Twitter. And we just kept discussing various things that range from farming to mental health, to trucking, to the fact that we're basically neighbors between North Dakota and Manitoba. Yeah, I've heard some, uh, I've heard some people on Twitter call you a South Canadian. Yeah, they think I'm a suburb of Winnipeg. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so in your, your, we, we have some similar interests, actually. Um, I'm a farm boy. I kind of grew up on a farm, and you? I did. I am a farm kid from North Dakota, and currently I am a pretty passionate agronomist. Um, I do technical agronomy work for um, a large company, but I also love to garden and talk about food because I eat like a linebacker. So I have no problem equating how farming keeps me well fed. <laughs> and uh, of course, if anybody knows me in real life, I don't turn away from too many meals myself. And uh, I grow a little bit of sweet corn just for the fun of it on my little patch of land in Manitoba. And um, as we speak, I just planted some yesterday. So we'll see the the first planting is in for this year. So farming is always my, where I wish I was all the time. I grew up on a family farm. My brothers still operate it. So my version of farming is my backyard garden and working with all sorts of farmers and ranchers across both North and South Dakota and a good chunk of Minnesota. That is my happy place in talking about farming. But that really equates into what happens with long haul trucking because there's an awful lot of stories that overlap and I know lots of guys who truck who also farm. That's really cool. You cover a lot of territory, so you get a fair bit of driving in. I'd say we both have a lot of windshield time, David. 
<laughs> That's right. I always say I'm sitting in my office looking out a window all day long. Me too. It's a corner office. It's perfect. It's all around me. So yep. you're the crazy Canuck. Why? How'd that come about? Well, it came about because I was down in the U.S. I had just gotten married and married an American girl, still married all these years later. And um, I was called a Canadian. I was driving a truck, pulling, uh, pulling sand north out of Delaware, state of Delaware, and then gravel back south um, into our asphalt plant, one of the largest, or well, it was the largest asphalt road building company in the state. So I'm going to tell you right now, that's, you can tell the difference between the U.S. and Canada because you have asphalt and I have asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> there but you go. As you were saying. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had a little license plate made up that said Canadian on it. And um, everybody, I, I got along with everybody. People like my accent, which was quite different from the East Coast Delaware accent, which seems to be unique in its own. And um, there is one guy working there called Trapper John. And he was one of those guys that's God's gift to everybody. And he was always razzing me about my single stack Black Mac truck that I was driving. And his truck was a triple four Cummins and was far superior in every way. He was far superior in every way. He, everybody just loved him according to him. You do realize this will do nothing but spark all sorts of debate amongst people on uh, a Cummins versus a Mac versus freight shakers and Peterbilts and on and on, right? See, you do know a little bit about how some of us guys think. <laughs> and yeah so this guy had a triple four cummins and i had a 300 mac so of course he was technically right his truck was bigger but one day i got tired of it we we're just leaving a gravel pit up in pennsylvania and it was about a three to four hour drive depending on traffic back down to our plant and uh no, sorry, three-hour drive, and he was rising me, and I said, you know what, I was, I just left ahead of him, I said, Trapper John, you try to catch me, you'll never catch me, I'll be down at the plant, and I'll be unloaded, and you won't, you'll never catch me, and he's like, you get that, you get that single stack black Mac out of my way, because I'm coming, and we were in radio contact almost all the way down, and everybody else from the company could also hear us. I was unloaded with my gravel, reloaded with sand before he pulled into the yard. And guys never let him forget that, which didn't endear him to me, which was fine by me. And um, Well, we can't make people happy all of the time. That's just how life is. That's true. That's true. He, he, would, he was definitely not one of the ones I was making happy. And... Uh, the guys never let him forget, and I proceeded to continue to be a young lad full of energy. Vim and vigor? 
vim and vigor would be a good way to put it. And um, so they started calling me the crazy Canuck. One guy started it, actually. He was a guy named Ramrod. He took me under his wing. Ramrod knew about the crazy Canuck ski team, which was in the 80s. Steve Podborski, Ken Reed, guys like that. And they got the nickname Crazy Canucks because when they attacked a downhill ski course, they just went crazy. Everybody so else worse was than the Jama- worse than the Jamaican bobsledding team? Well, I don't know. Um, you, you do know that the Jamaican bobsled team was run by a Canadian coach. I do. That's why I brought it up because I figure if they're all Canadians and they're being coached by Canadians, must be operating on the same level, right? We may have a bit of a reputation right there. Yeah. Again, Winter as sports. your neighbor. Yep. As your neighbor, yep. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he, uh, he started calling me the crazy Canuck and it just kind of stuck and made my, made my CB handle that way and email and everything ended up being crazy Canuck. So that and was, and here you are on stuck. social media using it. Here I am. I, I've had many times I've met people and they are confused about who I am until I remind that I'm that remind them that I'm the crazy Canuck Dave. And it's, they're like, obvious, oh. it's obvious that I'm far less creative because I just figured out how to use Twitter and then I used my name because I'm boring and I have no other idea what I should be doing when I got started. So it was well, easy. You might might be a you know, a country girl that just didn't bumpkin. want to uh <laughs> you country forgot to bumpkin. say bumpkin <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to get to uh send the wrong message well actually know. i was afraid i'd forget what it was and not know how i how to sign in so it's just easier to use my name that's that's usually a problem usually a problem so david oh, long haul truckers have lo- always been associated with uh, their own lingo and when we started out today, I said that we were 10-8. So for our listeners, what does 10-8 mean? 10-8 is CB code for we are in service and we are ready to go, basically is what it means. Everybody, when they sign off, everybody hears 10-4. And the 10 codes are just a way of making a standard greeting or explaining things without going into a lot of detail. These codes would be very helpful in the field when you are trying to maneuver a green cart next to a combine. I'll play you that much. But that, I understand yeah. what you're saying. So I'm 10-4. You're 10-4, right. It's supposed to be at the end of every conversation, but we won't quite go that far. So then when we, when we are signing off today, then I am going to say 10-7. You want to explain to the listeners what 107 is? It means you're done. You're out of service. You're getting off the air. And I think that's the way we can easily end things is with the 107. So 104, right? 104. We'll be 107 at the end of the episode. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so size matters. We have I've heard from a little birdie that um, you actually have a story of your own from when you were what one or two years younger working for your dad on the farm 
So as a farm kid growing up in North Dakota, and as the oldest, I was kind of dad's hired man, no different than I was mom's head chef and babysitter when she needed me. But dad always had a bad habit. And that was, he would overload trucks, and we know that there were road restrictions and so forth. But dad would overload the trucks, not always on purpose. Sometimes it just happened by accident when you weren't paying attention at the auger. I thought it was always by accident. He told me it was sometimes by accident, but then again, he cheated at cards. So dad would overload the trucks. And when he did that, he would have one of us kids, particularly me, drive it to town. And his advice was, if I got pulled over by the highway patrol, just plead ignorance and say, I don't know, dad did it, or better yet, just cry. So (laughs) He he actually told you to just cry. Just cry. In both cases, it would have worked. Thankfully, the highway patrolman knew us all, and he probably just went back to the farm and talked to dad and told him to stop doing that. But yeah, that happened on a pretty regular basis with farm trucks. <laughs> I like that. Did you, ever, did you ever get pulled over and asked about that? I was never pulled over in a farm truck. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, 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 this is going somewhere. Nope. I Like every other young driver with a license, I may or may not have been pulled over in a variety of other vehicles, including mom's car, dad's pickup of Ren's motorcycle, but never pulled over in a farm truck. Oh, maybe they were <laughs> avoiding your driving. Could have been. Maybe Could've I deserve been. to get pulled over. Who's hmm. to say? Maybe the statues of limitations isn't really over for some of that yet. Did, uh, did you have a hard time trying to get the water work started when you get pulled over? I think at that point in time, I would have been so scared it would have been easy. But I can honestly say I have never cried in front of a police officer. Oh, okay. How about any of your siblings? Did they ever try that? Uh, my, try sister that can turn, my sister can turn on the waterworks in a heartbeat. Yeah, she's good at it. <laughs> wow. Which is important. Yeah. She gets pulled over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it works yeah it works <laughs> i know uh i have girls that yeah no i'm not gonna go there right now <laughs> probably talk about the girls another time that, yeah. ask their permission first yeah i've already told them i'm gonna be exploiting them exploiting them yep yep fair yeah. enough yeah. I have a hilarious, hilarious one with my youngest daughter. Oh, there's was, lots of kids stories. <laughs> yeah. And they're good. They're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mine, I did, I got pulled over many times in other vehicles and it was always because I had a heavy foot. That was my own fault. Didn't, didn't one time, either you or your sister, I, I seem to recall your, you telling me that you or your sister, um, got told by whoever pulled you over that would you just stop it already i know your dad tells you to do this oh yeah um i think that was carrie i think he told him to stop that or told her to stop that he's like dad does that stuff on purpose i think it was carrie (laughs) who got pulled over she tried the whole burst into tears sympathy episode and um at the time the highway patrolman just looked at her and said that's not going to work. You have to stop doing that. I know your dad, uh, over, if the truck is overloaded, he sends you kids to town on purpose. So 
this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> oh man, you gotta love small towns, eh? It's Everybody so hard to get away with stuff. Everybody knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And stuff I knew if I, secret. I knew if I got pulled over that um, that news would beat me home. That he would just probably <laughs> call my folks before I ever got home to tell them myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I grew up in a small area, and I I remember I remember what that's like. So I was more afraid of getting home later than the actual infraction. Exactly. I'm going to take the liberty to give a drive-by shout out to a really cool young lady. I know her and her story and the connection she had with her dad. I didn't know her dad, but I hope my girl speak as highly of me as she did of hers. Recently, she lost her dad to cancer after a very short battle. Sammy, Bridget and I, and many, many others will continue to keep all of your family in our hearts. You're an incredible lady, full of heart, sassy, and fun. Daddy Dave will keep watching over you from above as he's done while he was here on earth. Sammy and TJW, we love you. Thank you for making it this far. Please contact us for any stories you may want to share. You can be anonymous if needed. Please share, give us five-star ratings, and stay tuned for more. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to our producer, Big T, my co-host, Size Matters Dakota. I'm the Crazy Canuck, and we are 10-7. Magically,